0: everybody this is Jim Cornette pro wrestling legend and you're listening to the book in the territory unprofessional wrestling podcast
1: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Booking the Territory, Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast, episode 109, February the 26th of 1994. We're still in Jellicoe High in Jellicoe, Tennessee, and we're going to be as unprofessional as we always are. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper, back-to-back day, back-to-back episode, as we roll through another episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I don't think we're going to spend too much time on the opening, but I'll first ask, Doc, how's your breakfast? The Pop-Tarts going down all right? Everything good?
2: Uh, well, I had a I had a banana in the in the episode we <laughs> I had just a banana. Cut, so that was that was actually last week. So I had a banana last week. And a banana. This week I just finished some delicious, high-protein, low-sugar uh, Icelandic yogurt.
1: Harbor, how you doing, man?
2: Doing great.
3: They got a Belly right? Hills
2: nine hundred two one zero
1: marathon on uh, on pop. Oh, there goes your work day. I know, huh? Yeah, fuck. Well, I let's tried to get it-
3: that as, the, the, as, as my fucking ringtone. I couldn't find it.
1: fucking <groans> pissed me off. I'll pass on that. I had a friend who used to watch that stupid ass show <laughs> when I was younger, and I was like, "How how do you watch this shit? What
4: show?
2: Billy Hills 90210. I watched every episode that ever came on with that show, dude. Well I
1: would I, yeah. I that does not surprise me coming from you. That's that explains a lot. What a fucking moron. Well we can't Pick all be sitting heart.
2: around we can't all be sitting around waiting for Martin to come on. Yeah. You're so crazy.
1: Okay. White we well, have
2: to live can't white people live our lives too? <laughs> <laughs> can't we have our culture?
1: I don't really give two shits, man. Well,
2: it sounds right. like you coming down on what we had, but... why <laughs>
1: you, you 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 just made that a race issue, and there was no race, race issue involved in it. All I said was the show was dumb, in my opinion, and your dumb ass said I watched every episode, and then you start going off on a tangent about can't white people have their thing. What the fuck does white and that show have to do in common besides the fact that, yeah, everybody on it was white? You just made a race issue out of something that's not even racial.
2: I have to play the race card before you do.
1: Oh, I've never played a race card in my life on this show or in life. Keeping it moving. Dutch and Bob Cottle opening the show. Dutch draws Robbie Eagle's opponent for the Beat the Champ title, which is the Hornet, which means Candido comes in and introduces the Hornet and says... He's going to get get the Hornet ready. So Candido is putting up another 2,500 against Smothers and saying that the Hornet will beat Eagle and win the Beat the Champ TV title. Uh, they talk a little bit about the Marietta-Georgia show and the Armstrong family reunion, and um, Cornette will be on down and dirty. Doc, any thoughts from the opening?
2: I really like this angle with Candido and Smothers and fighting over the TV title. This gives... Uh enhancement talent
1: a chance to shine yeah he's just directly contradicted what he said <laughs> last <laughs> week which goes to show you how full of shit he is with everything he says want you talk your about? thoughts yeah I I,
3: i'm i mean
1: how long is this thing going to be around for 12 <laughs> It's around, at least for the next segment, because they show a recap of Robbie Eagle beating Larry Santo. Cotto reminds us about the $2,500 side bet that Smothers won from Candido last week when Eagle defeated Santo. Uh, they replay the promo where Candido was mad about losing a $2,500. I won't even ask your thoughts. Doc already told me he loves it and wants to suck on Candido's uh, knob. All right. But we, we will keep moving right. because Smothers comes in and cuts a promo uh, directly related to this episode in the shenanigans that are happening. Here it is
5: fans, with us right now here is Tracy's mother, Tracy. At the beginning of the program this week, Chris Candido said he wants to put up another
6: $2,500. He wants his $2,500 back. I know he wants it back. Boy, that money sure was sweet. Hey, Chris, I heard you out here running your mouth, talking trash about how your boy, the Hornet, the greatest wrestler ever. Well, I know for a fact that he's oh for life, man. That guy ain't want to match in his life. I got all the confidence in the world in Robbie Eagle right here and all those things you've done to me. Like throwing water on me, for instance, I've got some payback. I not only want to break your neck, I want to break your pocketbook, too, big boy. My boy Robbie Eagle's going to do it today.
1: All right, he's going to accept that talent, then Let's go to the ring. So, since Doc loves this uh, angle, go ahead, Doc. What were your thoughts on Tracy's promo right there, since all of a sudden last week you hated it and now you love it? So... He wants to break his neck because Candido threw some water
2: on him? Yeah. Don't be doing that shit. That seems kind of like, you know, removing a splinter with a shotgun. I guess. All in all, though. All in all, though. I mean, it's... I get it. He's mad. So, I can't wait to see what happens. And you and you
1: like the angle, unlike last week. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That's what I so thought, Hopper. Uh, any other thoughts on Tracy right here? Well, do we know who the Hornet is? The Hornet. Uh, Brian Keyes is his name. Oh, okay. He's the Hornet. He's from the nest.
4: <laughs> yeah, that poppy.
1: He's <laughs> 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 from the nest. It's actually called a hive, Hopper. What is the hive? Nest. Well, I guess you could say Hornet Nest. Okay, whatever. Yeah. You
2: didn't hear Dutch say that? Yeah.
1: All right. Later uh, on, Dutch says he's from
2: the nest. <laughs> <laughs> we keep... We keep I'm gonna miss <laughs> Dutch. This is After this episode, there's only like six more left with him.
1: You said what that last week. You want to say it again?
2: It's coming to an end for Dutch. Say it again. I don't think they heard you the first 500 times you said it. He's leaving.
1: Dutch has got to get
2: to... Puerto Rico to help them get their electricity back on.
1: <laughs> in 1994. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Does someone what you to spray say, the
3: Hornet? Does someone spray them?
1: That would be a great angle.
3: Just come out with some with the, with some fucking uh, Black Flag fucking Hornet uh, wall spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> spray them in the eyes with it. And and then that's how he pins him to uh, winning the
1: fucking money and the uh the, the fucking uh TV title. And he and he lays out in the ring after, and he's just he's like completely knocked out and dead. And the Smoky Which Mountain medical team has to come in and carry him out. He like will and every like though.
3: and every like ten seconds he stops and starts like kicking. <laughs> he starts kicking again.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's keep going because the Hornet is in there against Robbie Eagle. Shenanigans at the end of the match. The camera doesn't pick it up, but Candido hits Eagle with something. The Hornet wins the match in the check from Mark Curtis. And I guess so that means that also Candido wins a little bit of money because uh, he had his money on the Hornet. Doc, any thoughts on that match? Well, now
2: it's going. Now we're just hot shot in the TV title. So I don't know if I like that. See, look at him flip flopping again. Hopper, you. I guess Larry Santos is screwed now. I mean, fucking uh, Robbie Eagle. 15 yeah. minutes of fame. He's going to have to go down below the basement and put on a mask and become the maestro now.
1: Oh. So, I'm not going to spend any more time on this because it is what it is. Eagle loses yeah. when it wins. We'll, we'll have to see where this goes. Uh, they do have a local promo that comes up. I, I got to be honest. Uh, the only note I had was Tammy was really over the top here, but that's just me. I didn't want to play it, but you know, I'm open to what you all want. What nah, I just that?
2: said, PBL just needs to control this bitch, but I don't, you know, if she's going to suck off the locker room, I'm not sure there's much you can do. So.
1: Wow. Wow. It, it, come on, dude.
2: What? Last the week, woman, somebody mean, said last week, you said that she blew well done. I don't, I didn't that's know that. A true
1: story, dude. I mean, so I had heard, always heard the rumors about like, evidently she gave him a blow job in a locker room in the back or something. and, and, so, I, I asked Tommy Noe, I was like, dude, do, what do you know about that story? He's like, nah, she did. I was like... That's nice. I was like, speculation she did or you know she did. Like, you, you can confirm it with multiple parties that would have no stake in the game. And he's like, nah, she she she, she gave him a blowjob. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, while with Candido. So, there you have it. Yeah, it, that's in the patron episodes, too. There's a couple of full episodes with Tommy Noe uh, where he talked about that. Mm, so, yeah, shit happened. What do you want me to do? We'll keep it moving, though. So we go to the next. It's the Thrill Seekers. Uh, they show the end of the press conference again, and then they show the music video of them. I'm guessing many people are listening to this, have heard about them on either Cornette Show or somewhere else, about the Rock America fucking music video. I couldn't find their song really
3: is it a real like yes i couldn't find it
1: let me tell you some background Harper texted me last night i can't find the name of the song i didn't know if it was a rib or not but he said i can't find the name of the song
3: i just googled rock america and then like nothing popped up like it was like top 80 songs or you know shit like that
1: so who is it doc
2: my first note on this was, this is the this is the song out of hair metal that if Mike actually liked music, he'd come to us and go, Hey, I kind of like that song. And we'd go, God, no this is awful. fucking way. No way. Uh, this was a song by the band Danger Danger.
3: Oh, no shit. I remember
2: them.
1: They were pretty awful. Yeah. So, let me play this real quick. This is right before they... <clears throat> Play rock america and i'm not gonna play it because i can't put it up on youtube if i do but here it is this is can we
2: can we hear it over the fringe and tassels on jericho's jacket jesus
1: well here here is jericho and storm throwing it to the music video
4: you know lance here we
6: are thrill seekers in tennessee we've been wanting to wrestle in the united states for a long time now and now we're this close to actually getting started but before we get into the business of hard time wrestling it's time to let off a little bit of steam and go have a little bit of fun. It's time for the thrill seekers to hit Tennessee and to go and show everybody that we're going to rock America.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the video starts. And Storm's outfit. Go ahead, go ahead, Harper.
3: And remember the part where they show him feeding the bear in the pit. <laughs> yes. I remember going to Gatlinburg. We used to go all the time, and they got that shit. You pay five bucks, and you walk in there, and there's like three. There was three pits. One's got this poor fucking bear. That's that's it's gotta be fucking suicidal by now. And 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 this fucking pit with like a tire and shit. And there's like another pit that had like a, a wild boar just sitting there, and then another one that's got a, a deer just standing there and thinking, man, this shit I I mean, this is 25 years ago, but there's no way that shit's fucking legal to be doing that to these poor fucking animals (laughs) that's the first thing that fucking popped into my head, I was like I remember seeing that shit as a kid, with with these poor fucking bears in in these pits Uh, you had to pay five bucks to just sit there and look at them and throw fucking Cheetos at them
1: (laughs) (laughs) What you don't, what you don't know is you literally timed it out perfectly. I, I'm showing it on the YouTube version of the show right now, and as you were saying that, throwing Cheetos at this bear, Storm and Jericho are throwing Cheetos at this bear. And what's funny is when you said the bear's got to be suicidal by now, that bear's got to be suicidal, dude. There's Ooh, no bears way. Just sitting there, bears just sitting there smoking a cigarette, going, "God damn it,
3: somebody shoot me." Yeah, he's probably like, damn, someone take a can of Spam and dip in fucking antifreeze and throw that shit in here. Uh, Dude, God. that's
1: gotta be a horrible
3: life, bro. Dude, that's fucking... They can't. That shit still can't be legal, man. That, that <laughs> shit is fucked up.
2: <laughs> I mean, legal. <laughs> legal is a fuzzy term. Yeah.
1: Harper's got a point, though. That can't be legal. Is that bear is basically that's e that's probably worse than being in prison, dude.
3: I mean that's like bear prison. <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah. like a zoo where like he can like wanna you know, go on a tree and kind of fuck around a little bit. I mean that's like being in, in like uh what do you call it? Solitude confinement? Yeah, know, yeah, in fucking jail. That's what the fuck that is,
1: dude. I'm looking at it right now. Storm and Jericho are on that bouncy thing where they're jumping and then hitting the. They got Velcro on and they're sticking yeah. up against the wall, dude. dude this,
2: this video, bitch. this video shit. is what finally killed the territories.
3: Well, that's <laughs> what it's like. That like in Pigeon Forge and, and and Gatlinburg. It's like these fucking arcades and you know very
2: like kid friendly shit. How bored you? do you think Jer- How bored do you think Jericho was in this small town? God, probably bored as fuck. I mean, storm straight lace, but Jericho likes to drink and
3: you know. I'm, I mean, you can only play fucking Final Fight and shit at the arcades a I minute mean, goddamn time. Feed that that poor fucking bear Cheetos,
2: <laughs> dude. That was like skee ball, right?
1: <laughs> jumping like, off oh, a bungee thing. They
2: like. They like to live on the edge. I was like, man, somebody get Van Horn over there and take him to the red light district and let's see how the thrill seekers seek thrills.
1: Jesus Christ. Rock on
2: They won fucking Scooby Doo dolls. I was like, Scooby fucking doo. Jesus Christ. Oh, look. Oh, no. Chris got the bigger one.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
2: oh. oh um, God. And when they get so, in the helicopter, let me ask you. Would you get in a helicopter with that guy that was talking to No. You?
3: That's probably some old Vietnam veteran guy that probably flew fucking Hueys under fire <laughs> in fucking Saigon. <laughs> Fuck that shit.
2: No kidding. I'm not getting in a <laughs> helicopter and, and you know, with nobody. It's always cloudy in the Smoky Mountains. Every time they <laughs> do something outside, it's fucking cloudy, man. That looked like the most depressing place ever. And I guarantee if you went in one of those arcades now, it would look exactly like it did then. And it looked dated then. Yeah.
1: Well, Dude, let's those, hear from the people that live in the hold, area. Hold,
2: hold on. All those, man, all those arcades. And I ain't talking like the old days when you could flip a quarter in a Galaga machine and get your get your swerve on. I'm talking about. Those damn arcades, like the Dave and Buster's of the world, Mike. What do you uh, think about those places? Oh, uh, that's a rip fucking off,
1: dude. Rip off to the extreme. I, I, yeah. I told Doc the story one time. Uh, we were there, I don't know, a couple years ago, and and I mean, we we don't we don't do them places because they're they're rip off. They're such a fucking rip off. Yeah. And so one of the one of the kids was was you know they we took them and we spent the we spent the we had a deal. We spent a couple hours there and and um spent a lot of money not a lot but enough and after you know one of the kids has 1500 tickets or however many tickets he's got because he had a shitload of them he goes into the little gimmick deal and he's like man i can't really get much with this i'm like no and so it was was time to, to fucking teach a lesson i said so basically here's what happened me and mom just spent 70 bucks you know that video game you've been bugging me about? I could have bought that and still had 20 bucks left over. And he looked at me and like, damn. He, I, 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 I would
2: have loved it if he just said, dad, you're a fucking mark.
1: <laughs> no, he, he just was like, fuck. He's like, I could yeah, have game. Yeah, fuck that game?
2: shit, bro. They built that, one on Fordress downtown. Fuck that. I took, I took when we went to the fair, We you know, you go to the Midway and shit and all those rigged games. Yeah, wanted to play that. I was like, "All right, son, here's your first chance to learn about carnies." <laughs> and I broke the world down to him while we were walking around, and he's like, "So they just want our money?" And I'm like, "Bingo!
1: It's all the fucking work, bro. All fairs, the are, fairs are even worse than fucking than Dave and Buster's. That's a, oh yeah, with,
2: that's with those fucking you bottles. Still, bro, you can bump into some real carny action there. Some
1: legit shoot right. carny."
2: David like, Buster's like, is like corporate carnies,
1: which is right.
2: great
1: too, but the, the, the state fair of Texas is, is is the biggest work on the planet. And my wife used to bug me about going I, I oh, look, dude, if I you, want a man. fucking turkey drumstick, I can get one of them bitches from the store. I don't need to go to no goddamn state fair.
3: Like that shit where you throw the baseball at the bottles, so they got lead in a bottom level. I mean, it could be fucking Noel Ryan, bro. They're not gonna <laughs> fucking fall.
1: <laughs> I love it. All right, are we done talking about the, the throw seekers intro? Yeah. All right. I let's can't go to Down. To get to the... I can't wait for him to get to the ring. Me too. Let's go to Down and Dirty though first. Uh we got we got Dutch. He's with Cornette and Heavenly Bodies. Here it is. At least I think it is. Yeah, here it is
7: hello everybody welcome to down and dirty with that's the most popular segment on smoky mountain wrestling i'm Tanya harding and i didn't have a dang thing to do with it today my special guest the smoky mountain tag team champions jim Cornette and the heavenly body now jim a few questions for you today we're talking about some big events coming up in smoky mountain wrestling of course golden week coming up But let me ask you about that one match, the marathon 60-minute match against the Rock and Roll. Your comments, please.
0: You see, the Rock and Roll Express have fallen into a trap that a lot of people have fallen into before with my tag team. They think that they can wear them down just by sheer persistence. But I got news for you, Martin Gibson. Nothing could be further from the truth Absolutely. because Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey are finally honed. They're finally conditioned and they can go all night, brother, and some. So that's the rules of the marathon match. One of the matches at Golden Week 94 will be the marathon match. It's got to go an hour. It's got to go 60 long, grueling, miserable minutes, rock and roll. And during the end of that time, when when the final bell rings and 60 minutes has elapsed, then they're going to total up all the falls that each team has won. shouldn't take long for the rock and rolls. And whoever wins the most falls in that 60 minutes, brother, is going to win the match, and is going to either retain or become the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions. Now, I'm betting on the heavenly bodies, and I know there's been a lot of betting going on around here lately, but in this case, you can put the farm on it, because they can do an hour, and they can do it better than anybody alive. Right, Doc? As a matter of fact, when you guys wanted to go an hour, we
6: welcome the fact to show everybody here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, from the fans to the officials, that we are the true champions, that not only can we go an hour, but we can go an hour and beat you guys.
0: And as a matter of fact, I just want the gigolo to tell everybody that... It's the only time he's gone 60 minutes this week, right, Gigolo? Oh,
8: you're exactly right. I am definitely a 60-minute man. If you know what I mean, Cut. I, I see him. I see you can go 60 minutes too. No, I, c- I could get in there no, and Jimmy. I can wrestle the Rock
0: and Roll Express for 60 minutes in that marathon match, but I'm not going to. Because I got Armstrong and all these other problems on me. Okay, there you heard it back.
7: Wait a minute, Jimmy. What? I think I would be remiss in my journalistic duties. Let me ask you one question before. you go if you don't mind. One question. A new team coming to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. They're called the Thrill Seekers, Lance Storm and Chris Jericho. What do you know about them and how do you think you're gonna stack up? Um, No comment right now on that, Dutch. We'll see you later. Whoa. There you heard it, fans. No comment from Jim Cornette. A lot to say about the marathon match, but no comment on the new team coming to Smoky Mountain. The Thrill Seekers. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Shut up!
1: Harper, you wanna talk about what we heard right there first?
3: Basically it's to you know to fucking end your windows like from last week.
1: The sixty minute man. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we really get. Um mm-hmm. talking about the marathon man, it's basically an Iron Man match. Yeah. No comment on the thrill seekers. I thought I was hoping Del Rey turned it up another notch, though, when he was talking about uh, being a 60 year old man. But he, he can you he, imagine
2: uh, being some Barbara or Tammy and having Jimmy Delray hovering over you, pumping you for a full hour? Uh, God, God,
3: I'll be like, I gotta go to work, man. Fuck,
2: he's so coked up and shit that he just can't shoot his rope and be done. So he's just That's... sweating and trying.
1: That's nice. <laughs> That's... <laughs> like he's so drunk he can't. He I can't. got
2: a question. Yeah, I got a question. <laughs> this is this is sixty minutes, Mike. What was the longest match you ever had? How long did you go in the ring? Oh, what was your longest boy. match?
1: Uh, Twenty minutes? Um, no, I wrestled one of the times. Uh, one of the few times I wrestled Tommy Rogers was longer than that. It was probably about thirty. I mean, that, it's hard to go 60 minutes, dude. They're in a tag match, so it's a little different. But, man, you get in there and just roll around for fucking one hour, man. That shit ain't easy, bro. Yeah. About 30. About 30. That's a long time. It's a long-ass time. you damn right it is. But I don't know, bro. I, I, I don't want to really make anybody mad out there listening to us with this. I the whole heavenly bodies and in, in rock and roll we've seen oh. it we've seen it i mean have uh, we yeah. not yeah so, something new's got to come along with it that's all i'm saying this better be different is all i'm saying we need some we this is too much vanilla we need some chocolate well i'm just i'm just saying we need we we well Look, we're going to get into this further on down the line in in the months and weeks to come. So let's keep it moving. We got Tammy Fitch and primetime Brian Lee up next, and they're going to cut a promo. So let's let's hear from the two lovebirds.
5: All right, fans, with us right now, primetime Brian Lee, Tammy Fitch. Uh, She's a lot calmer than she was last week about this mixed tag match.
8: You know, I'm still very upset, but... I, I don't know what's, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do because I have to have a match with Brian, the dirty white boy, and the dirty white girl. I'm a, I'm, I'm a wrestler. I'm not a wrestler. I called every single person I could think of in this office, in this company, to try to do something about this match. Try to get rid of this match, but they said they can't do anything. Think something. I have to think of something to do to get rid of this match. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out where she lives. And you know, Brian, can we call up that guy in Oregon that works for that figure skater to come down here and get rid of her for Maybe break her hit. leg? Damn. What do What's you mean? think? Do you think we can do it, Brian? Well, yeah. no, okay. No, no, no. forget no, no. that number. Yeah, I tell you what, Tammy, don't worry about a thing. Chris Candido and myself, we're going to have you training. We're going to have you running. We're going to have her lifting weights. She might even be Miss Olympia. You might not even wrestle. We might have you powerlifting. We might even send you to the Olympics. Matter of fact, we might even have you in the Miss Olympia. So you don't worry about a thing. We're okay. going to take care of it. All right, well, Brian, never mind that now. Let's go beat this guy. Isn't this Puck's name Anthony?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, that's right. All right, let's go to the ring, fans. Ladies and gentlemen. Tammy wants to hire Tanya Harding's guy to come break. Dirty white girl's leg. Doc, thoughts? She's getting desperate, dude. Yeah. yeah, she's getting desperate, bro.
3: Dirty white girl's
1: breathing down
3: her neck.
1: Mm. She's she's getting real desperate, man. Uh, anything else, Doc? <sighs> Not really. Yeah, me either. I thought that was funny, though. I mean, if you think about it, that was probably pretty fucking... I don't know. I think that was pretty a big deal back then to make that statement. Yeah, I like what Bob's
3: like, no, no,
1: no, no, stop. Yeah. Agree. All right, so we'll keep it moving then. Anthony Michaels versus uh, Primetime Brian Lee with Tammy Fitch in the outside. At the beginning of the match, uh, Bob Cottle tells Dutch that Tammy is buying aspirin by the case right now. Uh, Big knee drop off the top rope on the Michaels from Primetime Brian Lee. Primetime wins. Tammy comes in the ring after. She pins the guy after a second knee drop. Uh, meh. Uh, it is what it is, other than Tammy showing some thigh when pinning Anthony Michael. God, yeah, end. I know, um, huh? Jesus Christ, dude. Shit. I guarantee you, so
3: many kids jerked off to that shit back then in the Smoky Mountain territory. I did last
1: night. I know, huh? I wish you I was well sh- done. You lost your shit over the thigh, the thigh uh. shot?
2: Man, I hit, I hit. My exact note was meh. On this whole match until she got down and pinned him, and I was like, "Holy shit!"
1: You just took a spin in that back in the day.
2: I had to drink her bathwater just to fucking Mm. get a shot at that.
1: I hear you. Uh, Anything else before we go to the next promo, Dr. Hopper? No, nah. All right, so up next we got the Dirty White Boy and Dirty White Girl. Let's hear what they got to say. ...and Tammy Fitz. Okay, fans, don't say,
7: say tune that out. Bob Collar is going to have some choice words with the Dirty White Boy and the Dirty White Girl standing by right now.
5: Fans with us now, the Dirty White Boy Dirty White Girl. You saw Tammy Fitz get a win there just a moment okay. ago.
6: Well, you know, it's real easy for somebody to get the three count when they got somebody else knocking the people out. <laughs> You know, it's really a joke. Somebody comes up, knocks somebody out. Oh, ain't I so pretty. I got one, two, three. Oh, boy! Well, it ain't gonna happen. You know, I heard that you were in training. Well, darling, you're gonna need to go in some heavy, heavy duty training because, you know, the white girl's in training. Not that she needs to be, but she is in training. And it's gonna be an entirely different story When we're both standing in the ring looking eyeball to eyeball and we're conscious, then we're going to see what takes place. What, girl? You know, all this is fixing to come to a screeching halt because I am sick and tired of being humiliated over and over and over again. And when you step in that ring and you're looking eyeball to eyeball at me, honey, I'm going to throw a rock. I promise you that. So all you, all you two geeks, has got to do is show up, and we're going to beat your stinking brains out. And there is nothing on the face of God's green earth you can do about it, because you see who's holding the gold. It's rock and roll, baby. Can't wait to see that
5: one, fans. The big stag match. All right, we'll be back
1: right after this. Doc, I'll throw it to you first. What's your thoughts on that?
2: Man, dirty white boy's trying his damnedest to make me care about this shit. Um, and it's not about him. It's 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 sunny and, and dirty white girl in in the ring. I just you know doesn't do a lot for me. Um, but they don't have. A, I, I guess they don't have a new dance partner for dirty white boy. So they just got to keep this thing rolling around the, the 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 title. Dirty white girl looked even dirtier this week. Is this the one where she had the yellow? Yeah, you know, that's what on. I was about she to bash. say. Dude, she almost she almost looked passable there, man. She looked pretty hot.
1: This was the one where she's got the the yellow cutoffs on with the black yeah. top. So, what were you thinking? I think she, she she's perfect for that era. <laughs> she's got the frizzed up hair too. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh man, do you,
3: do you think she really looked like that? Are they just like, say, hey, why don't you look more trashier?
1: Mm. I don't think her goal was to look trashy. I think she just, I think that's her, maybe her normal attire, man. I don't really wow. know, but
2: maybe she got to the building and said, Jimmy, do you need me to put on some makeup? And he just looked at her and went, mm, "Nah, that'll do.
1: Dude, let's be real. I mean, she's not that, she's not a bad looking woman. She and looks good
2: right there. Actually. Yeah. For her. In t- but nice. I mean, that's not, <laughs> that's not my, that's not my thing. Is what I'm saying is that's like, dude, standing next to the dirty white boy he outkicked his coverage
1: yeah man she don't do nothing for me but she's she's a good looking woman but you put her in this area I mean uh, dude
3: yeah she's I mean she's fucking J-Lo in this area
1: <laughs> exactly alright well let's keep going First, they replay Luger's promo from last week, and then uh, Bob Cottle throws us to Bob Armstrong, the commissioner. Let's hear what the, uh, the Bullet Bob has to say. Here it is.
5: New commissioner, Bullet Bob Armstrong fans will return to the ring during Golden Week to face both Dick Murdoch and Jim Cornette in a handicap match right now. Let's hear from the participants of that match. Handicap.
9: All right, I want all you folks to spread the word. Old Bob is back with his commissioner hat and I'm open for business. And the first order of the day was to get rid of that crooked politician that Cornett had bought on the board of directors. I don't know where he is right now, but somewhere he's got a sore fanny, I can tell you that. But he's out of it. Now I was able to accomplish one more thing. Not only am I commissioner again, I can wrestle whenever I want to. Now that tore Jimmy Cornett up. And I'll tell you what else I did. I got him a one-on-one at my family reunion in Marietta, Georgia. But all you folks in the Great Smoky Mountains deserve to see me at least get a part of it. After what he did to me and my good friend, the Bullet. Now, I wanted him one-on-one, but you know Jim Cornett, he's like that kid on the block that wants to stir everybody up, sit down and laugh and watch everybody have a fight. Everybody gets hurt but him. So he had to get himself a part, and he said, I'll do it if you make it a handicap, All right. They ain't nobody I'm afraid of, so he went out and got Captain Redneck, big man. Well, I ain't afraid of him, but I respect him. But I'll tell you this: I can take the best beating in the country just to get to you one time, just to let all these people in Smoky Mountain see me lay one on your head just one time. I'll let Bur- Dick Bernard beat me half to death, because there's one thing for sure and certain: sometime during that match, I'm gonna get my hands on you. Like I said. You paid me my debts, now I'm going to pay you your debts like Armstrongs always pay their debts. Bad to the bone, we come in Smokey Mountain, Jimmy Cornette, get ready. Bring your Captain Redneck, brother. I'm going to demote him to a lieutenant when I step on him. Bad to the bone is going to be the new password of the great Smokey Mountains.
1: All right, I stopped him before we go to Captain Redneck. Doc, do you have any thoughts on Bullet Bob there? As he said, I got rid of that crooked politician. I don't he's know where he is, pro- but his big fat fanny is hurting. He's
2: a better he's a better promo as Kamish than he is the bullet. Yeah. I yes, love the when- line he said about Murdoch where he said I mean I, I ain't afraid of him, but I respect him. That's a great line. Yeah, it's a good one. Um That is a good one. And then, dude. He's just, I'll take i will take the beating I got to take to give the one I want to give. That's, that's also good stuff. Bullet yeah, Bob good. is back. Yeah.
1: That's a hell of a babyface line to say something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll take a whooping, but I'm going to give one out at the same time. Yeah. If that's what I got to do to get your ass, all right. So be it. Yeah. Hopper, anything else before we go to Dick Murdoch? I mean, Doc covered it. That was the all best right. parts of it. That's what I had it written down. Yeah, same here. Let's keep going. We got Murdoch, who now is going to respond because he's going to be involved in this match. Oh, you know I'm kind of the happiest
4: man on the face of the earth. Because you see, I didn't know that Christmas had come a second time around so quick. I was sitting there in the great state of Texas the other day. And the telephone rang, and guess who it was on the other end? No, this time it wasn't George Bush or Ronald Reagan. It was Mama Cornette. And you see, Mama Cornette offered me a lot of money to come back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling Productions. Now, Armstrong, you see, she's paying me a tremendous amount of money to protect her little boy, Jimmy. And once I give my word to the Cornettes, you see, you can bank on it. So look over your shoulder, look around the corner, look in your car, look in your clothes, and say, Armstrong, there's no telling where I'm going to show up because I promised Mama Cornette that I was going to take care of Jimmy and make sure nothing happens to him. So Armstrong. Get every little doubt out of your mind about hurting that boy or laying a finger on him. I'll see you, and that's the short, near
5: future. Well, for Billy Bob Armstrong to reach Jim Cornette Dutch, he's going to have to go through Dick that's, Murdoch. Absolutely. And, you know.
1: All right, uh, Harper, you first this time. Any thoughts on uh, Murdoch right there? I was thinking, I mean, wouldn't
3: this area, I mean, they would love uh, Reagan and, and fucking Bush, wouldn't he? I mean, wouldn't they? I, I guess. I mean, because they're all... I mean, it's so... He's a heel.
1: <laughs> I don't... See, I think... Not to go on a political discussion, but I think, like, oh, back then... I, I, don't, I don't... Like, Harper, you always joke about how people aren't, weren't woke back then. Like... <laughs> Politics wasn't as big of a deal back then, even to, I think, people our yeah, age. Yeah, that's I think, true, huh? I think, like, people followed it, but I, I just think that it wasn't... They, politics hadn't become what the wrestling business was in the fucking early 80s at this point. Like, right now, yeah. politics is, is, like, controls everything. And it's like the... We've talked about this. It's... Well, no matter what side you're on, you, you, you got two conflicting parties who were just fucking going at it and it's like wrestling i'm sorry i don't want to make anybody mad but it, it's literally the essence of wrestling politics yeah and, I, and I, i'm
2: a babyface, and all these other assholes are heels i get it
1: okay whatever i really don't care who the babyface and heel my point is like it wasn't like that back then now it's it's like literally baby faces and heels it's it's re- politics is the new wrestling anyway doc your thoughts on this promo
2: what I wanted to know is where in the hell did they shoot this? Those stars in the background? The background
1: with the painted yeah. stars?
2: hmm What kind of fucking kid's birthday party in 1985 did they fucking shoot this shit in? Probably the, the <laughs> fucking arcade that... That's that, what that, I was uh, thinking! <laughs> with the thrill seekers. The whole fucking crew headed down to the damn arcade that day and they just shot everything.
1: Pro- probably. Probably. <laughs> Uh, because it did look kind of weird a where they be- were shooting. The
2: world was much better back in the day when you could, you had another territory from which to cut, you, whose banner was behind you, and not a bunch of silly stars.
1: Remember the backdrop that Bob Armstrong had last year with the uh, it was like a, a green white. green screen with the white, white white stars on the blue background. That you went to Japan. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Yeah, in Jesus Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, he was still in Tennessee. Tokyo, Tennessee. <laughs> let's let's keep let's keep moving. They they replay Double J Jeff Jarrett from last week, and then there's a local promo. I don't have anything from the local promo. Did you Harper? No. Dirty white boy, dirty record. Harper, uh, Doc. What about you? Nothing. Uh,
2: Sonny's gonna die. That's what I had out of it. Yeah. I'm a solo and I don't miss my
1: target. Yeah. be it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's then go to Daryl Van Horn, who's now returning. Uh, well, I say returning; he wasn't here last week, so here it is.
5: All right, fans, with us right now here is Mr. Daryl Van Horn, and I tell you, he has a—I don't know—I started to say a wrestler, a man. I don't know what it is, but it's the Mummy, and he's been making some great, great, great hay right through Smoky Mountain wrestling.
8: That's exactly right, Bob Coddle. You know, I was off television last week. My professor, Ardott Bay, summoned me to the Carpathian Mountains where I gave a week-long seminar on torture methods of the Inquisition and advanced sadomasochism techniques. Now, when I came back, I looked in my mailbox and had a letter from the Smoky Mountain Board of Directors and do you know what it said? It said once again that Prince Karras has been denied a championship match here. Now, I don't understand what going on. Actually, come to think of it, I think I do. There has been a conspiracy against Prince Karas and myself since we showed up in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He has devoured everybody that's been thrown in his path, yet still he's not given the respect due an Egyptian prince. They're discriminating against him. You take a look at everybody else out here. They're on television as long as they want. Cornette, Tammy Fitch, as long as they want. They need to change the name of this to the PTL Club because it's turned into the Jim and Tammy show. Admittedly, they're great managers. But what have they done next to me? Win some championship belts? What are championship belts? Mere baubles, jewels. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I raised Prince Karis from a 3,000 year slumber. That's right up there with parting the Red Sea, turning water into wine. You think you can stop me? You think you can deny Prince Karis access? Fine, go ahead and think that. In the weeks to come, I'm bringing more people in here. More lost souls to the Smoky Mountain Wrestling who follow me like rats behind the Pied Piper and the trail of slaughter is going to be long and ugly. All right, fans, let's go to the ring. We're
1: ready with six (laughs) Bob (laughs) Cottlehead. Oh, shit. Doc, you first.
2: Well, he's missed when he's not around. Too bad he's lying about bringing a bunch of people in that are going to bring this wave on. But I really like the fact that he's just like... I, I get the sense he's like, man, this mummy is some bullshit. I got to try to do something here. And so he just went out there and started cutting a promo on Corny and Sonny and everybody else. And he listens weekly, bro. He loves well, this show. I, I, hey, Mr. Mister Devil. um, What we need you to do is uh take Mike out for a night on the town cuz he's a square ass straight-laced piece of crap that needs to learn about the dark side. Don't you agree, Mike? No.
1: How many of these yeah. people knew uh actually when he said the Carpathian Mountains, like how many either knew what it was or thought it was a made-up place? I mean, every it- he, he must have well been talking fucking Chinese
3: to these people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is not a fair
1: fight between him and the Higgins. No, Israelis. fuck no. Uh, <laughs>
8: just...
1: All right. Uh, I He was awesome right there, dude. This mummy's bullshit, but goddamn, he's fucking fabulous. That dirty bastard and, and, just and, fucking and, spun and, one. Okay,
2: so what I want to know from him, so Mr. Mitchell, Mr. Devil, send this to the, to the to the Book in the Territory inbox or whatever this is. Where did did he go? I want to know if he went straight from Smoky Mountain to WCW, or where he went between the two. Did he immediately show up and start? I I can't remember the timeline, but I thought he was more like ninety six in WCW. So yeah,
3: because something he was like ninety six, ninety seven
2: when with a uh, Mortis. So so what? Does he, where does he go? Because somebody was not getting a, a managerial talent here. At a time when a lot of different places could have used some talent
1: in the managerial ranks, he'll he'll respond to me. He'll he'll send me. He'll he'll uh, he'll DM me and let me know once he hears this. Uh, I, I I I wish uh, we could. You know, his schedule is a little difficult to work around, but uh, in relation to mine uh, and vice versa. Well, when you're but, out uh,
2: snorting drugs and drinking booze and banging <laughs> broads, there's hardly any time to come on and talk about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, man,
1: it's hard, dude. You got all them Jezebels out there. You, Singing it's...
2: karaoke and fucking slaying rats. What are you going to do? Dude, he's slaying rats, dude. <laughs> he's he's probably he's probably checking sar- sarcophaguses for his next Smoky Mountain uh, wrestler. Jesus Christ. Rick Rubens ruined everything. Okay.
1: Rick Rubens helped bring this promotion to you, so... Uh... The mummy just happened to be a bad part he's of just, it. He's as
2: bad of a sugar daddy as he is as a record producer.
1: Oh, right. Harper, uh, any, nice. any other thoughts on Ran uh, Horn here? No, I, I kind of forgot about him. It's been about two or three
3: weeks. Yeah, I mean, I was like, fuck, man. So it's is the mummy still around? I think he's got one more match in him.
2: That poor bastard, huh? He can stop doing damn gimmick. Fart. God! They put in <laughs> the, they put some concrete boots on that mummy and took him out to Lake Tennessee and shoved him in.
1: Fuck! This is so <laughs> sad, dude. So sad. Yeah. Okay, talk. Uh, any other thoughts before we keep it moving? Trail of slaughter. I love that line. Oh, he's awesome. Well, we go to the main event of the show. It's the Heavenly Bodies and Killer Kyle versus the Rock and Roll Express and Bobby Blaze. Long story short on this one. Kyle eats the pin after a double drop kick from the Rock and Roll, but after the match, Cornette cracks Morton with the racket a few times. Ricky Morton is busted wide the fuck open. He's bleeding uh, as they work him over with the racket. You had to figure they'd get that heat on Morton after Rock and Roll and uh, Bobby won. So, uh, the faces try to help out and save the rock and roll, but all the enhancement talent jobbers get beat down as well as they come out and make a save. Finally, the major name faces, so to say, Smothers the Dirty White Boy hit the ring, chase off bodies, Kyle and uh, Cornette. Uh, but it's all after they've done their damage. So, um, Doc, uh, I'll throw it to you first. Your thoughts on, on everything that went down at the end of this thing.
2: You think Kyle showed up and saw the, the match and was like, oh, shit. At least I don't have to lose this time. Blaze will eat the pen. And then he's like, God damn, I don't ever get to win.
1: <laughs> I don't think yeah. Mark Kyle, Killer Kyle, uh, really cared. He uh, okay. he, got, he he got was getting paid, and that's all it was to it. All right. Well, Bobby got to play on the big stage here, so um, that's what
2: hanging out with BTT will get you.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, buddy. At, at, at about 45-34. Del Ray folded Bobby up with what was a razor's edge into a
1: power bomb. Did you say 45, 34? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just put it on, let's see. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, he folded him. Yeah. He folded him. Um Bobby he...
2: ought to, Bobby ought to go piss on Delray's grave for that shit.
1: Wow, that's nice. What can not what? be a little bit of
2: He can't. Well, okay. Um, and so last night I was watching this episode to get ready for today. And, uh, a lot of times i you know, we'll watch a lot of wrestling after the kids go to bed or, you know, they get settled in, but last night I didn't have that opportunity. So my boy was running around and he's recently got back into wrestling after a couple of years. He's six. And, uh, in fact, last night we watched, uh, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens ladder match from like NXT a few years ago. But I was watching this match right when Morton gets busted open, and I said, "Hey, come here." (laughs) (laughs) He walks over, and you should have seen the look on his face when he saw Morton's just the crimson mask. He just kind of his mouth kind of flew open, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't like that cartoon sports entertainment shit you watch, son. You need to get into some real wrestling, bro.
1: You ought to show him Starcade '85 (laughs) and the blood, the blood that (laughs) flowed in." The gathering. You need the (laughs) the gathering
2: of hepatitis. (laughs) Dude,
1: you go through that card, man. Everybody bled. Maybe like there was one or two matches where they didn't. Jesus Christ.
2: When you said Morton got busted open, he got busted open enough that it made an impression on a a six-year-old last night. I can tell you that. Praise Jesus. Then I told him if he didn't go brush his teeth, I was going to bust him open like that blonde-haired mulleted hillbilly
1: got busted open on wrestling. (laughs) <laughs> the blood cam <laughs> alright well uh, let's do some disability checks again and uh, it's or oh, unless y'all, y'all got anything else y'all got anything else on the episode no. All right, we're going off hot pal yeah we're going off hot so um, I'm giving it the same thing I gave it last week I thought this was two consistently good back to back episodes we got the thrill seekers here we got an episode where we're going off hot where Morton is busted open and they're you know trying to draw some sympathy in with him uh, I thought this was uh, Good stuff uh, I, I agree with you doc The bullet is uh, Or bullet Bob Bob is better Without the mask In his promos I think he's You know he pretty much Nailed it And I thought that was Real good But uh, I think the big news Is the The Thrill Seekers That Rock America shit That video Good god almighty
3: That shit was great
1: It <laughs> was so fucking Dated and fantabulous So I'm gonna I'm, I gotta I mean, stick even with 8.5 At
3: 8.5
1: Yeah what you giving it you go first let's see what doc let's see what doc we'll see what doc gave it you go for you go next i'll 8.5 wow you same thing uh yeah. doc what you giving it i don't understand you guys sometimes it's uh, do we have to go through this every time we <laughs> give our rating you do that all the time just give your fucking rating and move on Why are you so hot because hey, you're a fucking asshole, this, man well you've already you've already recapped the show so I
2: can't do that but if you think that this week was better than last week or even the same I think you're a little high um good show though entertained I like where we're headed with the promotion we got new faces coming in uh 8.0.
1: And on that note, we'll go do the Government Cheese because he just likes to stir the shit. And uh the Government Cheese Award is brought to you by longtime listener, Shard Johnson. Uh, and his uh he named this award, so we give it to him. I'm sorry at Thin Man Within, but I don't think anybody's earned the Tim Horner Award in the last couple of weeks. That's the only reason why we yeah, haven't. No. Uh, well get, let's give it to Thin out.
2: Man Within for No kind of he, some, he, some he,
1: Award. He don't he don't get it. Hey bro, he that was a legitimate name for an award because Tim Horner. He had he had about an eight week eight week stretch when he went through that Mister Warndorf thing, where oh, Tim God. was Tim was on it, robe. bro. The robe, I, dude. Think about maybe that. we should
2: give maybe we should give the Tim Horner award to Pam Lawson for standing next to her boyfriend at the
1: contract signing. You, you think you think Tim Gooster right there? I, yeah. allegedly. You think Tim ever bent her over the fax machine? Hey.
3: It's like you see that brother fax machine bend over.
1: <laughs> he since he had an infatuation with fax machines, he was like he's like, "Hey, uh Pam, uh tonight when you come over to the office, I'm gonna bend you over the fax machine." She's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna bend you over the fax machine. It's an important fax machine, you know, it, uh uh Jimmy got me it uh because uh, I'm an important businessman. So I'm I'm gonna bend you over the fax machine. Make it real spicy, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to
3: load it full of paper, then then I'm going to load you up. Whoa.
1: Whoa. 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 whoa slow down. <laughs> the government shoot cheese would.
2: Shoot me a fax and shoot me a rope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. just be careful with the cosmic fireball Uh, hey before we do that remember use our Amazon referral link it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon great way to support the show without spending anything extra give it to the wives and girlfriends side pieces in your life or whoever you are uh, in any kind of relationship with or give it to your family members too shit and tell them to use it bookmark it tinyurl.com slash bttamazon and we'd appreciate it government cheese award time Uh, the government cheese award Doc uh, Harper and I went with the disability checks you give out the the cheese who are you giving it to first
2: man i gotta give it to two people horner and jericho for for being good sports about making themselves look like morons
1: that was a hell of a video i I think i have to do that's that was certainly something all right i mean it was like a train wreck, and then Harper made it even better when he said that bear was considering committing suicide. That's
3: what I'm giving a fucking cheese to. That that poor fucking rat <laughs> bastard bear. Are oh, you
2: really? He probably <laughs> needs that goddamn cheese. Uh, you need to dip it in some antifreeze, like you said.
1: <laughs> we need to we need to Google it and see if that that shit is still there. Yeah, poor bear. <laughs> Suicidal bear. Oh, my God. We got to go because we got to do a patron episode on the on the worst places to ever take We're a doing dump. that? Jesus yeah. It, it shouldn't take us too long. I mean, I don't, I don't think Jesus. we're gonna spend a lot of time on it. Uh, so we need to get out of here. Become a patron as we're talking about at tinyurl.com slash patreon. BTT is a great way to support this show. Uh, you get all the extra content that we do. The world class <laughs> shows. What?
2: If- if you Google, just because I was bored, <laughs> Gatlinburg, Tennessee, bear. The first video that comes up is from Knoxville News that says <laughs> bear runs through downtown Gatlinburg. <laughs> I can see that bear like fuck it. I've had enough.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck y'all. I mean, they got <laughs> bears all over. Like that's their that's their alligators.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so the bear is still there.
2: No There's well, bears everywhere, dude. They yeah, live. There, you die. Right. No,
1: I'm talking about. I'm talking about. No, oh, I know those
2: fucking exhibits. <laughs> I don't know. Yes,
1: I'm There's trying no to like way. Google
3: it and like like what's the right terminology to where it would just pop
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> D- <laughs> D- demeaned bears.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Yeah. all right. Let's let's get let's get on out of here. Shows. That's probably that's true. Well, y'all look bears. it up. While I- <laughs> Y'all look it up while I do this, and we'll come back to it in a second. Shout-out to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. Every single Monday they do their show. Just search Wrestling Podcast About Nothing wherever you get it. Give them a listen as they do some classic stuff along with current stuff as well. And then also shout-out to Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Pod- Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. Every single Monday as well, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, definitely more professional, and give them guys a listen. On Mondays as well, just search OVP or Our Vantage Point. Uh let me holler at the the uh, hold on. Let me holler at the Hall of Fame patrons and then we'll get it, hopper Joe Ice, m p r eighty three, Alice, Ari Miller thirty nine, Justin screen, ready, J Shiny twenty one, natural Hacks, so thin man within slider ninety one, USC forty nine Charger, Gerald Green the third, Tog ninety four, SP Padger, Martin Hall seventy one, Timor Richie, Coleman eighty two, on Unreal, Unconvinced Ray. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That's the last half that I did not get last week. So Harper, you found something? Go ahead.
3: I got three three bears were uh, euthanized for
2: for fucking chasing
3: people around. <laughs> <laughs> the bears have it's, had
2: enough. They're like, fuck it, this shit, man. We're going to get three, something.
3: Three bears uh, euthanizing uh, Gatlinburg for chasing people around and, and damaging property. I guess it's like Planet of Apes. They're fucking rebelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking... <laughs> You know what it's like? It's like fucking uh, Westworld, when the hosts fucking rebel and start killing the fucking people doing the fucking, the fucking Wild West uh, show. That's what <laughs> the Bears are doing. Is
2: there TV show that you don't watch? I watched West,
3: I, I finished up uh, Westworld, but that's the last thing that I fucking watched. Is that on Netflix or Hulu? It's on uh, HBO. Westworld.
2: Is it, is it good? It's all right. Even even Mrs. Doc said this is some dumb shit. It, it is, and for her to say that, that's that's. that's-
3: it is dumb. It's just, I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's just fucking robots fucking rebel, and it's whatever, bro. I've seen plenty of the fucking apes. <laughs> that's the way it is. But instead of fucking apes,
1: it's it's just it's like robot people. Roger well, tried to take a sip of drink and damn near sprayed this shit across the room. Laughing at your ass compared to Bears to Planet of the Apes. Ah shit. Can we go now? Please? Yeah. Alright. Harbor hit the tagline, take us home. Look okay, it, bitch.